Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're back in the Gospel of John today, chapter 11, starting in verse 1. A man named Lazarus was sick. He lived in Bethany with his sisters, Mary and Martha. This is the Mary who later poured the expensive perfume on the Lord's feet and wiped them with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was sick. So the two sisters sent a message to Jesus telling him, Lord, your dear friend is very sick. But when Jesus heard about it, he said, Lazarus' sickness will not end in death. No, it happened for the glory of God so that the Son of God will receive glory from this. So although Jesus loved Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, he stayed where he was for the next two days. Finally, he said to his disciples, let's go back to Judea. But his disciples objected. Rabbi, they said, only a few days ago, the people in Judea were trying to stone you. Why are you going there again? Jesus replied, there are 12 hours of daylight every day. During the day, people can walk safely. They can see because they have the light of this world. But at night, there is danger of stumbling because they have no light. Then he said, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but now I will go and wake him up. The disciples said, Lord, if he is sleeping, he will soon get better. They thought Jesus meant Lazarus was simply sleeping, but Jesus meant Lazarus had died. So he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sakes, I'm glad I wasn't there. For now, you will really believe. Come, let's go see him. Thomas, nicknamed the twin, said to his fellow disciples, let's go too and die with Jesus. John really sets the stage for what I would consider probably one of Jesus' greatest miracles. I think humanly speaking, this is arguably one of the greatest things that he's done. And you're welcome to change my mind on this. You're welcome to try anyway, because I think this is easily in the top three miracles that should make you go, wait, like what? Like Jesus did that? Like that's insane. And really, I mean, any miracle is enough to make people do this. But I think when you have to, when you try and put them in order of what's the craziest, I think first and foremost, you have to count his own resurrection. That has to be the number one miracle that Jesus does. The second, I think, at least it's either this one or feeding the 5,000, right? Feeding the crowds is pretty unbelievable as well. So easily in the top three miracles that make you go, wait, what? And take a closer look at who Jesus is and who he claims to be. Why doesn't the other three gospel writers record Lazarus rising from the dead? John is the only one who writes about this. And you can ask kind of the same question about John's gospel, why he doesn't record or talk about Jesus raising Jairus's daughter, like we talked about from Luke 8, Matthew 9, and Mark 5. All three other gospel writers record that instance, but they don't record the resurrection of Lazarus. Now, I think there's not a discrepancy here between the accounts. I don't think that this makes the gospel writers any less credible than the others. But I do think that this is just highlighting different people touching on different parts of Jesus' ministry. And John, as he writes this gospel, likely after the other three have been done, John takes his time and and uses this example to show us, I think, and we're building up to another I am statement here later on in this chapter, but he shows us something very unique and personal about Jesus doing this miracle. Now we look at this passage and we see that Jesus waits before he heads back to Judea to his friends, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. And we recall that we have met these people before when Jesus is doing this tour through Judea and he is 
heading back into the area. And it says here in verses 4 and 15 of the passage that we looked at today, why he waited. Jesus gives the disciples a reason for why he doesn't come right away. And the reason he gives is that God is going to receive the glory from this. And it's important to point this out because it seems like Jesus is creating a situation to receive some notoriety for a pretty incredible miracle, right? Like Jesus is taking advantage of grieving people in order to gain some more popularity. And we have to consider, again, the whole of scripture, everything that we've studied about Jesus up to this point, and from our own study of the Gospels, I think that we can safely say that this has never been Jesus' attitude. This has never been something that he has prioritized, is the notoriety of other people. He is taking advantage of this to show people uh, what he is capable of. He is doing this in order to create faith. He is not taking advantage of the sufferings of his friends. He is doing this so that people will put his, their faith in Jesus. And we are going to build up to this final and pretty remarkable miracle. But for today, I want us to consider, in your own opinion, what would you say have been so far Jesus' top five miracles? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.